Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, bringing help and encouragement to those dealing with real-life issues. To learn more, visit ConqueringSeedsOfDestruction.com. Welcome to Conquering the Seeds of Destruction, and my name is Maureen Y. Smith. Now today, I'm going to cover the first fruit that can be watered from the seed of desire if you keep listening to the enemy. And that root is called the root of scheme. So let's go ahead and define it. Scheme means a plan or program of action, especially a crafty or secret one. Now the scripture reference that I use comes from Ephesians chapter 6 verse 11. And this is going to actually come from the English Standard Version, which says, Put on the whole armor of God that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. And again, that's Ephesians chapter 6, verse 11. This is a scripture that is referenced often when it comes to being equipped with all that you need from God to fight the enemy. Although the enemy might have different types of schemes or even strategies to get you off of your path and to cause destruction into your life, As long as you are seeking and trusting in God, you will be able to win the battles. As you have seen in previous scriptures, the enemy has to have permission to attack you. And there is nothing, and I do mean nothing, that God is not aware of. When the enemy comes at you, it becomes necessary to seek God immediately so that you know what to do and you are asking God to fight the battle for you. Now, Exodus 14, 14 says, The Lord shall fight for you, and you shall hold your peace. And again, that's Exodus 14, 14, which is actually one of my favorite scriptures. As long as you are trusting in God and giving the problem to Him, then you will be fine because you have turned it over to God. By keeping that strategy when you are being attacked by the enemy, it will keep you on the right side of the trial. It may not be easy to deal with, or you may even have to endure some things. But as long as you keep trusting God completely, everything will be fine. The minute you take your eyes off of God, that's going to be the minute the enemy will have to start an opportunity to come at you. As you are in the seed of scheme, it can become challenging if you are not on the right path. Having the right plan of action is important and needs to be orchestrated by the right person. If your actions are self-driven and you are only in it to get all that you can get from it, then the path that you are on may seem stressful because you are always having to make sure that things go the way you think they should go. Now, when you give everything to God, it becomes peaceful because you know that he is in control. So you don't even worry about it. Whatever outcome that exists is fine with you because you know that God has your best interest at heart. So with that being said, how will you handle it? Will you relinquish your power and give it to God? Or 
Will you keep trying to handle the situations so that you can get the things that you want right now? What you may realize is that it won't last and there will be problems that will eventually happen simply because it wasn't done in a way that was pleasing to God. Hopefully, you will choose God's ways of doing things instead of allowing yourself to be influenced by the enemy, causing you to think of only yourself. Now, another thing to keep in mind is that operating in the seat of scheme takes work. Any plan is not going to immediately happen overnight. It takes time and preparation to have a plan put into place and for it to work the way it needs to. If you are going to operate in the seed of scheme, then it may take additional work because you may have to have other people involved to make sure that things flow the way that you need them to. When that happens, it can take a lot longer for things to come into place because Everyone needs to be at their designated appointment or their designated place of where they need to be. However, if you make a decision today to allow God to work for you, instead of being guided by your own emotions, things will work out great for you. So just keep that in mind. So now let's go ahead and look at our example again with Samson as he dealt with the seed of scheme. So I'm going to be reading Judges chapter 14, verses 10 through 17. And it says, As his father was making final arrangements for the marriage, Samson threw a party at Timnah, as was the custom of the day. Thirty young men from the town were invited to be his companions. Samson said to them, Let me tell you a riddle. If you solve my riddle during the seven days of the celebration, I will give you 30 plain linen robes and 30 fancy robes. But if you can't solve it, then you must give me 30 linen robes and 30 fancy robes. All right, they agreed. Let's hear your riddle. So he said, From the one who eats came something to eat. Out of the strong came something sweet. Three days later, they were still trying to figure it out. On the fourth day, they said to Samson's wife, Get the answer to the riddle from your husband, or we will burn down your father's house with you in it. Did you invite us to this party just to make us poor? So Samson's wife came to him in tears and said, You don't love me. You hate me. You have been giving my people a riddle, but you haven't told me the answer. I haven't even given the answer to my father or mother, he replied. Why should I tell you? So she cried whenever she was with him and kept it up for the rest of the celebration. At last, on the seventh day, he told her the answer because of her persistent nagging. Then she gave the answer to the young men. And again, this is Judges chapter 14, verses 10 through 17. 
Now, as you can see from these scriptures, Samson placed a scheme on his companions only to find out that his companions schemed on him. Samson created a riddle for the killing that he had done with the lion, as well as him eating some honey from the carcass of the lion. If they figured it out, Samson would have to give them some nice robes. And if they didn't, they would have to give Samson some robes. They pressured Samson's wife to have Samson tell her their answer, and then she would tell them. Samson actually told the answer to his wife because of the nagging that she had done, because it just basically just got the best of him. Now, as you can see, Samson was using his strength for selfish purposes because he was wanting to gain from his strength by getting some nice robes when he killed the lion. It turned out to be more problems than what he bargained for. Although God blessed him with the strength, God wanted him to use it in a way to help his people, the Israelites, and not for selfish purposes. When Samson was there for the Israelites, things were better for him. When he wasn't there for them, things spiraled down with the Israelites. Samson had some challenges, and he didn't handle things the way that he always should have. When the main focus is to get something that you want, you may have the tendency to do whatever it takes to get it. Because you are not caring about how the situation or the outcome of it will affect someone else, you make sure that your scheme is the one that will come out ahead. Following the mindset of the enemy and allowing your thoughts to keep you in a selfish nature should not be the direction that you want to go in. Even if you think it may be harmless, some things have the opportunity to spiral out of control, causing you to go in a more destructive pattern. The root of scheme has many faces to it, so it is something that will require you to use wisdom and discernment on. For instance, some people deal with the root of scheme coming at them from family members or friends or just whoever that may be close to them. And this can be one that can be hard for them to handle. Whether it is someone else causing the scheme upon you, or if it is you operating in it, you set yourself up for a negative outcome. The enemy is always seeking after someone to start his plan of destruction. Please don't sign up to do his dirty work. I know that you may not think that you are helping him out when you are wanting something, but you can be doing just that, even when you don't realize it. The enemy can have a hold onto you, causing you to do those things that only pertain to you. And after doing that, little by little, it builds up over time, allowing you to do more things with a selfish undertone than one that is actually concerned about helping other people. God wants to guide you and lead you into the right direction. God wants you to follow his plan and to trust him in everything. When you start sharing the things that God has done or is doing in your life, hopefully it will cause other people to want to experience a close and personal relationship with him. They will see the things that you have gone through 
And when they see God's plan of action operating and the outcome of it, they will want to seek him more. Of course, all this depends upon you sharing how God has moved in your life. I know people don't want to share some things at times on what God has done in their lives, just for many reasons. It could be because they may not want other people to know the struggles they had and how God brought them through it. It may also be because they feel that people don't want to hear about God in general. It may also be because people don't know who God is and therefore they just won't receive something that they don't know about or even understand. As you can see, the list can go on and on. Regardless of what someone else's responses may be, it just becomes important that you are willing and open to share how great God is in your life. God wants the gospel to be shared and how he has moved in your life. When you stay closed up because you are afraid of what other people may think about God, you are hurting your relationship with him. Be open and allow others to hear how great God is. As much as he has done for you, it should flow from your mouth with ease and never with hesitancy. You can look back on your life and see just the great things God has done for you. And those should be things you want to share with others. You should want to be able to give others your testimony. And that I'm telling you will help others because they will be drawn into the testimony and it will relate to their lives as well. And it will give them possibly the encouragement as well as the desire to want to know God as well. And I see now that I am out of time. So please come back and see how things unfold and what God will do in our lives as we are conquering the seeds of destruction. Take care and stay safe, everyone. Bye-bye. Public author and speaker Maureen Y. Smith brings help and encouragement to deal with real life issues, giving you permission to live the life of abundance that God wants you to live, allowing peace, joy, and freedom to reign in your life. To book Maureen at your next event or small group, email conqueringseedsofdestruction at gmail.com. And to follow Maureen along in this radio journey, purchase your discounted copy of Conquering the Seeds of Destruction book and workbook at conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. That's conqueringseedsofdestruction.com. Thank you.